Worry observations, righteous discussions, unite people. It's the word of podcast, and I am your host. O-M-N-I-E-T-C, Omni, etc. Today, folks, first of all, let me extend some apologies. Um, yesterday, I honestly just didn't know what to talk about. Uh, it was kind of a hectic day. But we're back, you know what I'm saying, into it like we used to. And today we're talking about the village, the village, rather the village people, the people in the village, because uh, that's really what's important here when we have all of these discussions, right? Hold on, I see a, I see a blemish. I need to correct. I need to correct these blemishes. Uh, there we go. We, when we talk about these things, we talk about. Um, talk about all of these discussions in our society, the thing at the core of it should be the discussion that we're having in regards to um, the people. And with that in mind, I want to bring in two, I want to talk about two things today. The Fed and what they're going to be doing and what they're going to be talking about today, which is basically having the discussion centered around our money because make no mistake when we talk about inflation we're talking about our money government in large part doesn't really pay for inflation governments don't pay for inflation for the people of their economy the people do Um, whether that be through taxes whether that be through you know increase of interest rates we're the bucks gets passed on to us. It stops with them, but it gets passed to us. So, with that in mind, I want to bring that into the discussion, and also I want to visit what's going on in California with the children, because the reason to have communities is to protect women and children, um, to protect families, and the whole purpose of, you know, the traditional nuclear family. It's children. The whole purpose of pair bonding in human beings is to create more life, uh, to nurture and progress, and for the next generation to be better than the previous. In a lot of ways, in my opinion, the next generation is weaker than previous generations were. And that's because, you know, strong time, uh, hard times make strong people. Um, Times of comfort generally make people weak. Okay, so we have to pick our struggles and things of that nature. But when we're talking about inflation, when we're talking about inflation and... In my book, the number one reason to be a, be 
a business owner is to protect yourself against inflation. Because, you know, on the, so long as I'm an employee, I can't control how much the employer decides to pay me. Whereas if I'm a business owner, an entrepreneur, I just raise the price. And that's why when we talk about increasing wages, it's really not... And that's why people always make the argument that increasing wages really isn't going to help anything in the economy. It isn't going to make your personal circumstances better. Because if employers just gave you more money, they'll just charge for more... They'll just charge more for their services. And now we're right back to where we were at anyway. Because I'm going to have to come to you at at some point for your services, for your goods. So raising wages, although I understand the sentiment, the employers, once, once they pay the employees more, the employers will just raise their price so that their margin, the percentage at which stand to make a profit versus how much it costs for them to get to that profit. Um, They keep that percentage in line because that's what their business ultimately is designed to do. So while I understand the sentiment of, yo, employers should uh, pay people more, and make no mistake, employers should pay people people aren't trying to go backwards in lifestyle and that's exactly what um, what stands to happen if they just you know pay people more without increasing their prices so we're on we're we're in Fed Wednesday what's referred to as Fed Wednesday Fed Wednesday, this is the Wednesday in January in which the Fed, Federal Reserve, um, communist organization by the way, the Federal, and we'll get into that, the Federal Reserve is going to tell us, going to dictate what federal interest rates are and what's going to happen financially throughout the year in order to adjust for inflation. Don't take my word for it. We're going to go to this article here in a second. All right. Let me pull out the article because I think I got my page on something else. But we're going we're gonna to go to this article here. Uh, by the Hill. Entitled, Will the Fed Repeat the Mistakes uh, of the Great Inflation? I mean, not of the Great Inflation. Yeah, of the great inflation because we're right now we're sitting at about seven percent as it stands, and they're very hopeful uh, in this article. But I'm gonna read it out loud. Please follow along. No, not not quite yet. Not quite yet. All right, <laughs> clicked on the wrong tab. All right. So as America, as America's central bank, the Federal Reserve 
has a legal mandate to foster maximum employment and price stability. Over the past year, however, oh, as, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. As America's central bank, the Federal Reserve has a legal mandate to foster maximum employment and price stability. Over the past year, however, the Fed has watched passively as the unemployment rate has plummeted and inflation has surged upwards, okay? Even if the Fed starts raising interest rates uh, above zero and engages in a few quarter point hikes this year, monetary policy will remain extraordinarily accommodative. And that worries me because you, you wanted, you're trying to accommodate who? Let's read on. Unfortunately, the Fed has already fallen far behind the curve in responding to inflation developments. Because earlier this year, um, the Fed put out that the inflation that we're experiencing now was uh, tertiary, meaning it was going to be temporary. It was going to fall off at some point in time, some point in time during the year. It never happened. Okay, I don't know why my dates are messed up today, but we we gonna get it right. Hold on, this is bothering me. Okay, we're back. Um, developments while while economists have plenty of disagreements there is practically unanimous agreement that the stance of monetary policy should be assessed in terms of the inflation adjust uh inflation adjusted interest rate that is the difference between the actual federal funds rate and the underlying trend of of inflation um so things like um houses like when we were printing all of this money how uh the the interest rate for housing was lower than it ever was which is why people were buying up and a lot of my real estate people were telling me that nobody was selling because when those interest rates hit all-time lows uh on more on things like mortgages uh people were buying up all of these properties and nobody would sell. So it made things rather stagnant in the housing market. Um, let's see. Where was I? Well, economists, okay. That is the difference with, oh, okay. In fact, this measure is such a fundamental concept that Economists refer to the inflation-adjusted interest rate as the real interest rate, all right? The Fed held federal funds rate uh, target at zero, uh, federal funds rate target at zero throughout 2021, even as its preferred measure of underlying inflation. That was a mistake. It's, the inflation that we're seeing is not tertiary. We're at 7%. Uh, a lot of people are mad as hell. And we're trying to make all of these financial moves, being good stewards of our of what we do have. If you're holding on to cash, like, let me tell you this. And this is why cash is trash. I was at a music video shoot for one of my homies. Um, I'm not going to say who, 
because I don't want, you know what I'm saying, him to get wrapped up in what I'm about to say. But there were, you know, various sorts of individuals all the way around. And, um, you know, we had some individuals that had huge stacks of cash. It was the money phone, okay? Whenever I see the money phone, I'm just like, yo, you are losing money right now. You, you, you're getting your pockets tapped and you don't even know it. If you have money in cash form, it's possibly the worst possible thing that you can do in this environment right now. Uh, when I see, when I look at large sums of money in, in cash form, I, I look at it different. You know what I'm saying? If I see money in cash form, I'm like, you got 7% less than what you're holding right now. Um, you could be, you could put this in over here in bonds. You can put it over here or it'll get you 8% interest. You could even put it in crypto Gemini at the bare minimum and you would get 8% interest back on it. Um, if you want the game on that, if you want to look that up, links on my website, links in the description. Uh, it's omnietc.com slash money links in the description to hook you up with Gemini, to hook you up with uh, any money market account, uh, Webull, um, Robinhood, so you could actually grow your money as opposed to have it in cash form or to ha as opposed to have it in... Um, in the bank which is which is designed for them to make money off of your money but not you make money off of your money all right <clears throat> so where was i uh adjusted rate monetarily uh, the fed held federal funds at target uh federal funds rate Target at zero throughout 2021, even though the preferred read that. Uh, consequently, the inflation adjusted interest rate, which was moderately negative last January, declined sharply over the course of last year. In effect, the stance of monetary policy became far more accommodative uh, even though unemployment was dropping and inflation was rapidly rising or rising rapidly. Um, the inflation adjusted interest rate has now reached a historic low of negative 5%, even lower than any point during the great inflation of the late uh, 60s and 70s. <clears throat> Nonetheless, Fed officials appear to remain sanguine. And for those that don't know what means, sanguine is basically being optimistic in times of great duress. Uh, so when things are falling apart around you and stuff's not going your way, being sanguine is being optimistic during those times. Um, about the near-term inflation uh, outlook. All right. In their... In their latest set of forecasts, oh, I'm going to highlight this. In their latest set of forecasts released a few years ago, Fed, not all that, not all that, come on now. Fed officials projected that inflation will soon start heading downward and subside on an average rate of about 
2.6% this year. Okay? Despite all of that. All right? Now, since it's speculative, I'm not going to read all of that. We're going to go back to the main view so you can lock in with me. There, they speculated that it would go back down to 2.6%. So we're going to see later today um, as the markets open up and, um, you know, 7 o'clock rolls around. Um, we're going to see today what they say. They cannot maintain the position that everything's going to be fine and stuff is just going to... We're seeing differently. The stocks are going down. The markets are going down. Even crypto's being affected. Now, there are things like uh, potential uh, war popping off in Ukraine with Russia and all this. But as of right now, that's not the case. So internally, we're looking at what the Fed, the Federal Reserve Bank is going to do um, and what policies they're going to implement and what they're going to set um, interest rates at uh, to determine how this year is going to go for many Americans financially. All right. Um, so I wanted to touch on that. They cannot continue to say everything is going to be fine and it just roll around. They, they can't do that. And if they do do that, um, God help us all because we know we know that our gas is going up, everything is going up. Uh, in the grocery stores lately, many of the products are going up in price. So for them to say to say everything is going to be fine when we know damn well it isn't be very will be disingenuous of us anyway next on the topic of village people we gotta look at um what's going on in California alright we're gonna look at two reports likely the same report but I wanna look at two reports so I haven't seen yet but we're gonna uh, look at reports from Los Angeles time and something a little bit more We are being. I can't even tell ads when they pop up anymore, so I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna mute that. Okay. So, the first we're gonna look at Los Angeles Times to get, you know, the broad scope of how this might affect the world. Secondly, uh, we're gonna look at uh, actual news station KTLA. Well, Los Angeles Times is for LA, but we're gonna look at two sources. So first of all, let's go into the Los Angeles Times and see what, uh, for the report. All right. Fair use. Oh, is this one of those text ones only? Yeah, it's, I think this is strictly text. So yeah, we're not going to do this for my Spotify people. Let's just go to the, to the other one is KTLA 5. 
Hi, Glenn and Lou. I will get to the mask issue in a moment, but first let's talk about that bill that is going to be introduced on the Senate floor this afternoon that will require all California students in public and private schools to be vaccinated against COVID-19, and there will be no personal belief exemption either. That's, this type ooh. of mandate has already been tried in several large school districts, but it keeps being held up in court. So the state legislature does have the authority to mandate vaccines and Senator Richard Pan is stepping up and he came to Arlita High School this morning to officially announce his Keep Schools Open and Safe Act. What he is proposing does go against what Governor Gavin Newsom mandated last year regarding vaccines, which included religious exemptions. Here is some of Senator Pan's reasonings behind this bill. Vaccination is the cornerstone of ensuring our schools will be open and will be safe. And for our children's sake, I hope we can all agree that our schools should be open and safe for all students on campus. No doubt some people will be upset by this news because if it passes, the only option if parents don't want to vaccinate their children will be to homeschool them. There will be time to decide. The law wouldn't take effect until January 2023, and I'm told the whole process will take months as it still has to go through committee hearings and get passed in both the Senate and the Assembly. But two moms I spoke with say the potential vaccine mandate has induced a lot of anxiety on parents, and they're still trying to figure out their next move. Mm. A lot of us can't afford to quit work to homeschool our kids. Some of us you know, aren't teachers, we don't know what we're doing. It's not fair that we don't have a choice. All my children are fully aware that the moment there is a, a mandatory vaccine to go to school, that they will be homeschooled. Um, I'm not gonna gamble with my kids' health and the state is not their parent. At the end of the day, I still make that choice for them until they're 18 years old. Good on her. Listen, and this is, this is really why today is entitled, we're gonna go back. This is why today is entitled The Village People, all right? Because that woman said that the state is not their parent. Good on her for that. I wish more women had that sentiment. The state is not their parent. But the state is demanding that they get, that they put in foreign uh, bodies into their children. Okay. Now, we all have our opinions on what the vaccine does for you and what it doesn't. So, I'm going to leave my, my personal opinion out of it. Okay. But if you think it's right to tell parents that it is mandated and you cannot use Exemption. Remember, for the flu, you can for the flu vaccine, you can use the exemption. For this in California, you cannot use the flu. You cannot use um, the exemption as you would the flu. Now, I don't knock anybody for making the personal choice. I think it's very idiotic for people to tell other people oh you're stupid for getting the vaccine no you're stupid for not getting the vaccine it is a personal choice that is your personal choice and that is your personal right but when it comes to the kids and remember i said the kids are the point of the village of communities 
we want the best for our children. So, and I'm not a parent. Full disclosure, I'm not a parent. But I would be horrified in this climate to be a parent and to be told that my child, if my child is to go to school, I must get them vaccinated with something that I don't trust. So you're forcing parents to do something to their children that they themselves may believe could be a risk to their health later on in life. Because, and matter of fact, I didn't even pull that clip up, but I should. Um, I'm sure they're on here. Remember those quiet commercials? someone you know suffered a heart attack, cardiac arrest, or sudden cardiac death during or after dialysis treatment? If so, you should know that the FDA has issued a class one recall for the dialysis acid concentrates, Granuflow, and Naturalite. After receiving numerous reports of dialysis patients suffering serious heart injuries and even death. For dialysis, uh, a procedure known by many in order to, you know, help assist with kidney function. When your kidneys, for those uh, individuals that have the misfortune of their kidneys failing, for whatever reason. A lot of cases, diabetes. Some other cases, just random occurrences that happen in someone's health. Some freak occurrences happen in people's health and they require dialysis. They trust people in the medical field to know what they're doing with dialysis. And certain things get filtered out and filtered in because that's what dialysis does. It replaces the function of your kidneys. It's supposed to be something to help you, like a vaccine. Let's continue. For free, no charge evaluation, call 8555-HELP-YOU. That's 8555-HELP-YOU, or online at helpyoulaw.com. This is a paid advertisement for legal services sponsored by attorney Robert Goldwater. Do not stop taking a prescribed medication without first consulting a physician. Attention, the weight loss drug Belvique has been linked to cancer. I'm attorney Bob Goldwater. If you took Belvique and were then diagnosed with cancer, call us right now. 
you may be entitled to substantial compensation. So, uh, I'm just gonna play that, like half of that one. So my thing is, should, should people be skeptical? That's not for me to decide. What is for me to decide is how my household is to be ran as a man. <coughs> now, I personally have not taken, <coughs> excuse me, I have personally not taken the uh, vaccine myself um, for, those, for those reasons. But to force children to take a drug that parents don't believe is in their child's best interest, what, ha what have we come to? Is it really the land of the free? Is this the land of the free? And this, and that's why I think we need to band together as a community in order to uh, stand up to what the government is doing. I don't think we should do it in, in a violent way. I think we need to get with politicians and get with the legislation um, that would see us take the necessary steps towards a workable solution so that the people that want the vaccine can get the vaccine and the people that don't want the vaccine and don't want their child to suffer potential side effects of the vaccine, they don't have to take it either. And with that said, we're going in uh, half, you know, uh, we're at the halfway point of the hour and we're going into bring it back. together we have to band together I'm gonna turn up my mic we're bringing back the village you know when I was when I was a, a kid there's several reasons why we need to bring that back the village most importantly to me when I was a kid every adult had a say in my life every adult that I was around to to a certain effect had a say in my life there was a mutual understanding amongst all adults that if your kid got out of line any adult that was nearby can correct the situation had license to correct the situation by means that they deemed necessary uh, that also included you know corporal punishment to a certain to a certain degree now don't go overboard but I remember many pops in the back of my head. That's why even when I think about doing something stupid nowadays, I could just reach to the back of my head. It's like, should I be doing this? I don't know. I don't think I should. You know, pain gives you a memory. It's not easily forgotten. 
And I think that we need to get back to that village. We all talk about, you know, we, we're we not a village anymore and all of this and we need to we need to get back to it. But what village, what iteration of the village do we need to get back to? Do we need to get back to the village that we had yesterday? Do we need to get back to the village that we had 20 years ago? Do we need to get back to the village that we had 30 or 40 years ago? Where every adult had a say in the child's life and there was a mutual understanding amongst grown people that if your child got out of hand or got out of line, all adults around them would act in the best interest of the child if your parent was nowhere to be nowhere around, not in eye view of you, that the that there would be uh, adults, usually men, that would uh, reprimand the child, probably pop him in the back of the head and bring him home for acting foolish in the streets. I think we need to get back to that village. I think we need to get back to the village where, or, you know, children feared men in the home. Not feared, but there was an understanding that if you messed up and you heard the words, I, I'm going to tell your dad when he gets home, you would tighten up. We need to get back to that village. We need to get back to a time where communities didn't allow certain things to enter. Just because everybody was of agreement that, nah, this ain't for us, man. We need to bring it back to those times. All right. Now, speaking of the Fed and everything, this is a short bring it back segment. But speaking of the Fed and everything, we need to get into, um, hold on. What is exactly happening to the market? Depending on what the Fed says today. All right. I am not going to move, make any moves with my money until I peep what the Fed is going to say. Hold on. Um, because the Fed doesn't control this house at the end. The Federal Reserve Bank. And I get it. Look. We all enjoyed the free money last year that that we received. We all enjoyed, um, you know, who doesn't like free money? But that, is the money really free when you end up paying for it later on? To me, it's no different than a credit card or a loan. We're going to pay for this. And make no mistake, non-business owners are going to pay for it the hardest because you can't control your pay. You're locked into what you're locked into. And good luck asking your employer for a raise when inflation is high as hell. It's like, fam, I can't give you a raise because inflation's high as hell. But I'm going to raise these prices on you. I got to raise these prices and keep your pay down. It's most likely what the talk is going to be for most employers. I'm not going to say all employers, but most are going to move that in that fashion because they have the right to exercise that. Speaking of, we're going to get into the pre-market. All right, so we're in the pre-market watch. Hold on. 
I don't know why that's out. Okay, we're in pre-market watch. Of course, you see Apple. Apple going down. I might pick up some more Apple today. Uh, Google's going down tremendously. Make no mistake, folks. Google is going to go back. There's two things happening with Google. There's a correction. So I'm not going to say it's going to go all the way back up to its uh, peak high. You can see here, uh, 3,000. But it's going to rebound from this low. I'm, I'm more than certain of it. Matter of fact, it's under... It's under the floor of the uh, RSI, so I might put in calls depending on what the Fed is doing. You don't know what the Fed is going to do today. All right, so it could very well be, but let's look at these markets. All right, here on the Weeble app. You know I love Weeble because they have all types of charts and scanners. We can see everything that's going on. down here we have coal uh, oil and gas on the pre-market in total is up three percent oil gas related equipment up three percent uh, coals up about 1.6 collective investments 1.6 banking services 1.1 so everything is is in a type of rebound right now but is it really to the point that we can say that everything is being corrected upwards I don't think so yet corrections usually about 10% or 10% or more so let's look at the top gainers we got Jinko Solar this morning 14.77 we got Vinco Ventures uh, 13%. Boston, Omaha, 12%. Lion Group. Lion, I think that's a holding company. Yep. Lion Group Holdings, 10%, up 10%. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see the top losers. Okay. We're just going to do five of the top losers. Uh, F5 Inc., 14%. Sonic Foundry, 10%. Oblong Inc., 10%, Pentech Technology, 10%, and these are losses, uh, Blue Star, is that food, foods, okay, Blue Star Foods, uh, seven, around 7%, those are our top losers, now let's get into the actual sectors, let's go to NASDAQ, SPY at the top, SPY is down about one percent it's down from its all-time high to from 479 to 434 Dow Jones ETF is down about 20 points from it's all high, uh, not all time high, but it's recent high of, uh, I believe that's a 52 week high, of uh, 369. Okay, so 
A lot of funny things, a lot of strange things taking place in the market today. But I believe that, let's see, let me see what all the widgets are. Because what I want to look at, I want to look at markets. Industries. Heat maps. There we go. I need that heat map back. So we got Apple. We got Apple suffering some losses. We got Sony going down. Sony suffering from that act uh, that Activision acquisition <laughs> from uh, you know uh, Microsoft. Microsoft is killing the game. So if I had to make a play, and again, this is not financial advice. All right, this is not financial advice. I'm just saying what I'm doing. If I had to make a play, yeah, not financial advice, you see it up there. If I was making a play, I would probably put a put on Sony. And I would put a uh, call option on uh, Microsoft. If I had to choose what to do in this environment, as far as what's the most stable thing. Now, that acquisition deal can fall through so it could adjust some things. But, the fact that they took a, like huge IPs away from, yeah, from Sony, um, it, it caused a bit of a disservice and a shakeup in the game. But, for this morning, I got work to do, so that's all the time that I have today. Peace, love, health, wealth to you all. Wary observations, and go back to the main screen, okay? Wary observations, righteous discussions. It's the Word of Podcast, and I'm your host, O-M-N-I-E-T-C, Omni, etc. My village people, please, 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 do whatever you see fit to take care of your families in a time like this. I don't think it's right that out in Cali, they're forcing parents to... Um, they're forcing things upon parents to force things upon their children. It, it's un-American. Like the Federal Reserve Bank, I didn't get to that like I said I would, but the Federal Reserve Bank, having a, a centralized bank uh, that's not even a part of the government, it says on the website that they're not actually a branch of the government or a part of the government. Um, just to have you know all of these things happening simultaneously interest is high as hell now I have to worry about uh, with as little money as I have coming in I have to worry about or little money that my money is worth right I have to now worry about the government imposing things upon my children 
hectic times we're in, but if we become the village that we once were again, I believe we'll get through it. So anyway, worry observations, righteous discussions, unite people is the word of podcast, and I am your host, O-M-N-I-E-T-C, telling y'all to stay safe, um, protect your family, and protect the village. Peace, love, health, wealth to you all, and we're out.